Hey, everybody. I am Robin Larrabee. I am leader and founder of GEG SoFla from South Florida. I live in Lake Worth, Florida, and I'm a high school teacher. And I'm here today with David Allen. And we are going to talk to you guys a little bit about Google Docs, the beginner's guide. So David, you want to tell everybody a little bit about you? Hi, my name is David Allen. I am one of the uh, co-leaders of GEG Kentucky. Uh, and I am just, you know, uh, kind of a Google enthusiast, we'll say. Google enthusiast. That's a good one. I like that. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to give you that beginner's guide version of Google Docs. And David and I have kind of come together on this one. We were having a little bit of technical problems this morning, so we apologize for the delay, but we'll try to get through this as quickly as possible. We know a lot of you were on vacation, and we don't want to take away from any more of that vacation but keep in mind that you can always rewatch any of the links from our beginner's guide this week on the same YouTube channel and through Global GEG. So, all right, David, you wanna go ahead and share your screen and we'll get started. All right, so the first thing, one of the, the best things about uh, Google in general is the automatic save feature. Uh, no matter what you do, Google saves it for you. So it's never gonna be one of those things where you you work for hours and upon hours, and then all of a sudden you forget to save something that's not there. Um, so Google saves automatically. I'm gonna go ahead and just make a quick uh, uh, insert. If you look up here, it says last edit was seconds ago. So it basically in real time saves for you. Uh, it's one of the best features of uh, Google. Now, when I get on oh, Microsoft, I, I sometimes forget that. And so that's why I don't use Microsoft Law anymore. Uh, also though, <laughs> If you click on that link where it says last edited, it also shows you the version history. So you can see if you have shared your doc, who was in your doc or in your sheet or whatever you were using, and it will show you who was in there and who made some changes. So it's another um, great feature. Um, yeah, even if like your your computer crashes, something goes down, you're good, you're golden. It's always there, it's nice. And if you have your offline settings set up too, if you're, you know, for some reason you're not connected to internet, um, it will, you can work in it, and then when you get back into an interconnection, it will go ahead and automatically sync it for you as well. So that's another great feature. So another reason really to use uh, Google, the G yes. Suite. Now, if you want to open up a new doc though, David, how would, how would somebody go about opening up a doc for the first time? Like never been in Google, don't understand how to do it. How can it? One of the great features is Google comes and it has this uh, a shortcut, and you can just type in docs dot new, and if my computer uh, speed was a little bit faster, it would already have come up. But it will go ahead and uh, create a new document for you. Now, the, the only thing about this is uh, you have to you have to move it. Uh, it just kind of puts it in your drive. Uh, but okay. you can doc okay. dot new docs dot new or documents or excuse me, document.new, and that will also um, open a new one for you. Now, there is there is a, another way, too, when you're in. Let me see if I can get on here real quick. Should have had these up, but we had some issues this morning, so everything's kind of shut down right now. Well, while you were trying to do My that, training too, drive. When you have the G Suite, you also have the ability when you have that little waffle that's all the way up in the corner or or 
cookie monster, whatever it's called, that square with all of the dots in it. You can click on that too, and you can click on documents and that will give you a new document that you can work with. So you don't have to necessarily worry about being in the browser as long as you've got your Google Drive open. You can go ahead and access it or you can click on new that you see all the way in the top left corner and that will also enable you to open up a brand new document. And that new button will enable you to open up anything new that you wanna create. Um, but since we're focusing on docs today, we're gonna talk exclusively about docs, but pretty much everything that we have to say is going to apply to almost everything within that G Suite. So it is a, a, a wonderful thing. When you're in your folder where you want uh, your document to go, uh, one of the things you can do is when you're in here, you can do shift and a T. And my internet was, I'm processing the request. And that's another shortcut for loading a document up. And this will nice. load it up in the folder nice. that you're in. So shift T for uh, like uh, for a document, shift S for a spreadsheet. Uh, my internet is dragging right now, so it's really not um, working too hot right now. But, but shift T is what you want to do. Awesome. That, that's, a, that's a great little shortcut. That's a handy one. That's a yes. really, really good uh, one. Are the best yeah. thing in the world. Yes. Now, one of my little bits of information for people, and it's one of those things that I find my students fall into this trap, and I fell into the same trap when I started with Google, is I go in there and I start making up my document, and I can type pages and pages and pages and pages, right? And then I forget to name it. And yes. Google will automatically name everything untitled document. So, okay, so I wrote this wonderful piece. I had like 6,000 things that I had going on in my Google Drive, and then I had to go back and find it. And I didn't remember what I called it. And even when I hit recent, I had untitled document, untitled document, untitled document, untitled document, untitled document. So really, really key, I think. The very first thing you should do when you are uh, creating a new doc is give it a title, give it a name. And David has shown you there all the way up at the top next to the little blue icon, there's a box in there. And you can call it anything you want. But another really cool thing is if you want to just call it whatever the first line is, because as a teacher, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes if I'm thinking, I give, you know, just a little title to my document on the, the document itself. Google will automatically take that very first line that you have typed and it will name it as long as you click up in that box. So you have two ways to name it. The most important thing is name it, because if you don't, you're gonna have that overflowing untitled document uh, selection from within your drive and you don't wanna go there. So always make sure that's done. <clears throat> you, have, you have a ton of unnamed documents you have to sort through to try to figure out what is what. Yes, and mm -hmm. when you have your document in there, let's just say you're working on a doc and you, you don't know Okay, let me back up a second. When you first create a Google Doc, it's going to create that doc within whatever folder you have open in your Google Drive. And if you don't have a folder open in your Google Drive, that's fine when you start a new document, but then you realize you wanna make sure that you have that filed away where it needs to be done. Can you just show everybody how to do that, David? So you're gonna go up here to the folder icon with the arrow that says move. You will click on the move. And it's going to pull, pull up a dialog, and you're going to go ahead and um, I'm scroll back here for a minute. 
So there's my drive right there. I can put it in, into a uh, my drive. Or I can put it into a shared drive as well. Uh, so you just go ahead and find the folder you want to find it, and then hit move here, and it will move it right to that folder for you. And that's super important because, again, it's easy to lose track of things. And mm -hmm. if you can stay organized from the get-go, from the very first time you open up a document and you make sure that it's exactly where you want it to be, it will just make the process so much easier for you. Yes. So that's yeah, a, a super handy feature. Yeah, when I uh, when I work with uh, beginners in G Suite, one of the first things I tell them is get your infrastructure in the beginning ready to go. That way you know where everything's yep. at. You can put everything in one folder. You can put your docs, your sheets, your jam boards, everything into one, and you know where that's at. But I yeah. also create something that works for you. That way you will continue to use it. And it's just yes. not a, you know, you got a million documents uh, floating around in your, uh, on your drive. Yeah. And I mean, cause it's so easy to get, you know, lost in, in everything. Um, but moving along. So now I have this document, David created this, this fabulously riveting document. <laughs> if you have time, read it. You will be enlightened. <laughs> well, it, is a, it is a full of text. Yeah, literally a doc full of text. <laughs> All right, so now when you have that document, oftentimes you wanna share it with somebody. Um, and that's one of the really cool features with Google is that you can share things and you can work on things in real time. So whether you're a teacher and you want to show your students how to do that, or if you actually want to um, have your students share with each other, or if you wanna share it with somebody else, there are so many different ways to do it because you want to make sure that the privileges, the rights, that you're giving this person that you're sharing it with or with whom you are sharing, if you want to be a good English teacher like me, um, David will show you right now those different aspects, how you can share it and what those different types of um, sharing features are going to enable the other person. There's two different ways to, to share. You can share it directly with uh, a person or you can share it with a link. Uh, if I share directly, I go ahead and just put my work account in here. And there are three options. So you can give someone editor rights, which they can go in there and they can they can change anything. Uh, they can make changes, uh, and you kind of kind of there is a setting in there you can kind of uh, you can find when you get a little more advanced that will let you know when people are are in, are in your document. Um, uh, but for now, like you have editor, you have commentator or commenter. Uh, that's a, not a good word this morning. Um, <laughs> can talk uh, that will let them make comments on your uh, in your document and then you have viewer and the only thing they can do is view so if you have something you don't want anybody to comment on or change viewer is probably the uh, best option for you the other way to do this cancel that out and see is to go ahead and, and share it by a link and there you can go here uh, change so again when you give the link you can give a viewer, commenter, or editor. Uh, so anybody in my group, in my this is my trainer um, uh, account. So anybody in the, my trainer account can view this, or I can make them. Anybody in my trainer account can edit this. Right. And now the difference when you, between directly sharing and getting a link, if you just specifically have a couple people that you want to share it with, you can just type in their email addresses. They'll get an email 
And you can leave a comment there of, hey, take a look at paragraph five and see what you think type of thing. Or you can use the link if you wanna blast it out to a lot of people. So for those of you in the beginning stages, just kind of think to yourself, what is it that you wanna do with this document? What is your purpose and who does it have to go to? Because if you want groups of people and you don't wanna sit there and enter everybody's email address, it's much easier to share the link. But like David said, be really careful because you will find sometimes if you're not really looking at the viewer, the commenter and the editor and you share it incorrectly, it's a good feature. It, it has way more benefits than it does bad things. But when you have uh, commenting on there, if somebody goes in and changes something, it's changed. Like you, you know, you can go back into a version history and try to figure it out, but sometimes that change will happen and you didn't even realize it happened. And then you sent it out to somebody else and you realize later on. So just make sure that those settings are exactly what you need it to be. So think that through. Yeah. I think uh, sharing is one of the things that uh, most people stumble over. And in, in, I stumble over it now when I'm a Google trainer is I will send uh, a link out to somebody and I get an email, hey, I need access. So it's just really important to know who you're sharing with and what you're sharing with. Because uh, if you have sensitive data and you share it to the wrong person, they're gonna have access to it. Now you can go in there and you can take them off, but they might've already got into your into your documents. So uh, that is the one thing that I tell people is make sure you know what you're sharing, yeah. who you're sharing with and what rights you're giving them. Uh, and, once you, and once you get that, uh, I mean, it kind of opens up the possibilities for you uh, in Google once you figure out the sharing aspect of it, because it, it is an awesome feature. Uh, it really is. Yes, definitely. And another really cool, awesome feature that's easy to do, but people overlook it is inserting pictures and inserting links. And there are a few different ways to do that. Inserting pictures, you know, fairly easy. You go, I'll just talk through it, David, while you're doing it. You click on insert, you click on image. Now, what's really nice is you can either upload from your computer, which that's like nothing groundbreaking, right? I mean, we've always been able to do that almost any kind of operating system you're using. Um, but the search the web feature, what's super cool about that is when you click on search the web, it's going to open up and give you photos that have sharing rights. So you don't have to worry about any of that copyright infringement. Any of those pictures that Google brings up on the side for you, you are able to share. So it's it's a good thing to keep in mind, especially if it's something that you want to publish or put out there for, for the, the world. Um, and David's gonna show you here, he searched for education, clicks on it down at the bottom, it says insert, and it'll put the picture wherever your cursor currently is. Now, full disclosure, being perfectly honest, you know, Google does have to do, in my opinion, a little bit of work on how you can manipulate the photos within your text. But for the most part, it's basic, it's easy, and it's whatever you need to do it, do with it, you can. Um, it's not the best graphic design tool, but other than that, you'll be okay. And then inserting links. What I like, and I get mad sometimes at my my admin, you know, because you get that email, you get that document that says, here, go to this link. And it's literally like the entire URL. And sometimes that entire URL seems to take up a whole page. So David, if you could show them how to insert a link without having to have the HTTP forward slash forward slash colon, blah, 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 you know, the whole nine, it's so much easier to insert a link when you actually just highlight the text. 
I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go go ahead and grab the link from here. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and copy link. Now there's two ways to do it. So you can go ahead and I think I still got to highlight. So I'm gonna highlight uh, one of my text here. Put insert. And I'm gonna hit link. And it's gonna ask me. It's the text is what you want the link to say. So when what here and the link is the link. So I'm gonna hit Control V. We'll hit apply. And now I have a hyperlink in my document. And once I click on it, you get a preview. So that's one of the great things about Google as well, is you get a preview yeah. where the link looks like before you go there. Because uh, you just don't sometimes you just don't want to click on something and go where you don't <laughs> you don't know where you're going. Another <laughs> way though, is, yeah, you just never know. You get something and you get a, a malware or something, and you know that's that's expensive to get off your computer. So always know where you're going. When you click on your links, now the way I do it is I go ahead and I highlight, I hit Control K, pick up the same dialogue you just saw, Control V, paste it in there. It's done the same way. Nice. There is there, there's your preview. Uh, you can copy the link, you can edit the link, and you can remove the link. So it's all in there for you to do. Uh, yeah. So good, of, of, of what. <laughs> basically is you can control stuff uh, to go anywhere and yeah if you're a mac sorry i'm a pc user i have never used a mac in my life so i don't really use the word command so if i could say control and for mac users it's command i i live and breathe on on my mac i don't know that's just a that's a it's a thing you know you either love it or you hate it but we're not here to you know tell everybody how much better Macs are. I think most people understand that. So. <laughs> Pads are great. I just have never really ever, I mean, I've always had a PC. That's just the okay. way. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, maybe, okay. maybe someday. Okay. Okay, I'm messing with you, man. Just messing with you. Okay. All right, next next up on our they list is- have their, They both have their pros uh, for you. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And um, you know, again, we I could sit here and preach all of the wonders of the, of the Macs, but we're okay. Um, next up, we have page setup and orientation. You want to talk through that one? Sure. So I'm gonna take some of my my text here. I'm gonna go my I'm gonna go format, and I'm gonna go down. And in my page, you see page orientation. You click on that. It's gonna ask you, do you want to select the content? Do you want the whole document? And how do you want it to look? So I'm I am in, I'm gonna say selected content and I am in port, so I want to go landscape. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit landscape and okay. And it put this part as landscape. When I scroll down though, my rest is still in portrait. So you can add it's a new feature um, in G Suite for docs that you can actually go down and you can have landscape portrait, landscape portrait, or one landscape, all portrait. You can mix and match how you want it to look. Um, nice. Another way to do that, I'm going to go ahead and, and and also Control Z undoes. So Control Z is your best friend. If you're not using Control Z, learn Control Z or Command Z. Oh, yeah. Do whatever you just did. Your best friend. <laughs> the your letter is Z. Command control Z. Control Z is your best friend. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to go to help. I'm going to type in page. And I'm going to type in setup. So if I spelled it right, that would help. And I'm going to click on page setup. And what you're going to have is you're going to have um, 
my page setup. I can go ahead and do portrait, landscape. I can do select con uh, selected content or a whole document, but I can also now change my margins. So if I want to print this out and I say I have an orphan uh, paragraph on the next line, I don't want that. I can shrink my margins to print all on one page. So that is one of the things I do not like about uh, docs is that to get the page set up, you've got to go into help and type in page setup. Um, okay. This is one of the things I, that's one of the things I struggled with in the beginning was trying to do page setup. Uh, if I have, have my text highlighted, let's see if it's in here. I can change my page to landscape with a right click. So I write, I highlight my text, I right clicked, and I can go here and do change page to landscape as well here. And it does, a, and this does a selected content for you. Cool, very cool. I like how you have uh, all of the uh, um, the shortcuts. Those are yes, those I, are really good to know. I am the shortcut guy. Nice. Yes, I. Get? I just that's I do a lot of repetitive tasks a lot, so it's just it just comes in. Especially when you're doing the same thing over and over again, you can just do Control K, Control V, Enter. Control K, Control V, Enter, and you can have your different links in there, and it's done quickly. Yes, I, I'm big on the uh, cut and paste one or copy paste. I use yep. those all the time. Control C, Control X, and Control V. Another one of your best friends. You're gonna have a whole bunch of best friends when we're done with this. <laughs> we may not be any of them, but you'll have plenty of letters on your keyboard that will be your best yes. friends. <laughs> Just uh, I, you need a best friend. I have to scratch the surface of uh, keyboard shortcuts. So, but you will you will find in your work you will develop keyboard shortcuts that work for you, and you use them over and over and over again. Um, yeah. And that's how you kind of get it. So I don't know them all, but the ones that I use a lot, I know them like the back of my hand. Yes, definitely. And we're not going to like bore you and, and overload you with all of those shortcuts now. It's more just getting familiar with how to use docs. And then yes. we can have you a whole will, other yes, <coughs> session will, on that one. Start finding them on your own. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that is great. Who knew? Mm -hmm. yeah. so if you want, like, right. my thing is control A, control, and select everything on the page. Another one, another great one right there for you. Yes. All right. So now we have some other things with the, the file menu. Um, make a copy. You want to make a copy of the document that you have. If you can, you know, think back to the olden days when we used to have these like Xerox machines, like these copier machines, and you wanted to make a copy. So when you make a copy, you're actually making a copy. You don't have to worry about, um, anybody changing anything when you make a copy. Because if you make the copy, it's exactly what it is. It's just a copy. So you can do that. But when you want to make a copy, how many times can I put the word copy in a sentence? I'm not really sure. Um, <clears throat> go English teacher. What's important is it will automatically default to copy of whatever the title of your document is. Uh, sometimes you want it to be that way so that you can keep track. Other times, you know, you might not want somebody to know that they got the copy. They're not getting the original. So you can give it some other kind of title. So David was in the process of showing you that there. I don't know if you want to talk through the rest of that, David. Well, again, it's, you know, it's naming. So uh, you got to be careful because if you make multiple copies of something, it's going to say copy of, copy of, copy of, copy yes. of. So it's always going to put a copy <laughs> of for whatever. So basically, it's as copy of, it's like concatenate. Uh, it just adds 
um, copy of the form of things. So if you have made, for some reason, you forget you, you've done it and you keep making copies, you could have copy of, copy of, copy of, copy of. So again, it is that infrastructure, it is those, those naming that works for you that you know what it is. Um, again, you can kind of make this whatever. Um, so dog training, let's put one. And then here is really important. Where are you going to put it? Uh, mm -hmm. Again, it's all different than Microsoft, which kind of brings the whole dialogue up. It's it's all right here in one little succinct uh, pop-up. So you just got to remember, like, oh, I got to put it somewhere too, because if not, you could have forty-seven copies of um, in your in your drive. But again, you got to find the the what what works for you, the flow that works for you when you're doing it. Once you find your flow, you'll you'll get it. So. But that way, that's the biggest thing, especially if you're working with a shared drive, uh, and you can get into those later. But a shared drive, everyone has the same access to everything else. So if you put something on a shared drive that you don't want to put on there accidentally, everyone has access to it. Um, in my last district, we had a shared drive that several hundred people had access to. Well, some some of our newbies would go on there and make copies and put student data on the drive, and everybody saw it. So I'd go in there, Ouch. clean it up, and then go and work with them. It's like, hey. Check this out. And they're like, oh, I just thought it went where I wanted it magically, magically to go. Google can't Google can't read your mind yet. Uh, so <laughs> I tell, tell, tell where you want it to be located in your drive. Yes, definitely. Um, another really cool. Can, uh, share it with, if, it's, if it's shared with four or five different people, you can share it with them on here. And you can copy right. your comments and suggestions. So if you have a document and say you have a new person coming on board and you've already had, you've been working through this for months and you have all these comments, you click on that. And when you copy and give it to that person, they have access to those comments as well. Uh, but be careful because if you copy these comments and you share that link out to everybody, everyone else has copy, copy uh, access to those comments as well. So just be careful. Yes. <clears throat> and once you make a mistake once or twice, you'll figure it out real quick. <laughs> yes. And uh, back to that whole naming thing. If I searched my drive right now for anything that started with the, the words copy of, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it would be all over the place. Um, another really cool, yeah. Another really cool feature though with docs that is great, especially for beginners is, you know, if you have a doc and you want to make it into a PDF, a lot of times people are, you know, they freak out a little bit and they're like, oh my God, you know, how do I do this? Do I have to like print it out and then scan it? No, it's wonderful because in that file menu, again, these are all file menu features. You can download that document as any number, you can see on the screen there, any number of different types of files. Um, I download a lot of what I have into PDFs just so they're not manipulatable, manipulate, you know, you can't change them up. <laughs> I, I know there's a word for that. And I'm the English teacher. I can't think of it right now. Earlier, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> um, but it's pretty easy. You just click on file. You go down to download. Um, you can download it as a Microsoft Word doc if you still have people who are living in the Stone Ages and using something like that. Um, Why would or you? I, I, I don't I, do, I don't know. And it's funny because a lot of the admin at my school and a lot of the secretaries at my school are still using Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And one reason why they use it is because they don't realize that they can take everything that they have and simply easily, very easily convert it into a Google doc or you know whatever the equivalent is, which we're not going over with you today because we're just focusing on docs. But if you have somebody who for whatever reason doesn't want, can't use 
a Google Doc, you can then just convert it right into a Microsoft Doc. So, and then you have your two, rich two text format. Two-step process. That's what it is. Yep. yep. Very easy. And it'll save um, right there automatically for you. So yeah. it, it, that's a, a fabulous feature. Um, when, when you download it, it's save it to your hard drive, though. So you got to remember, uh, yes, unless you yes. have file stream, then you put it in there as well. But uh, it usually uh, goes to your uh, hard drive. Yes. And then we have the edit menu features. You want to go through those real fast? Sure. We, we kind of sort of went. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry, went through them. You have your undo. So undo kind of does everything that you it undoes what you just did. Um, you have redo, which if you're doing something repetitive, control Y or redo, we'll do it. We'll do it over and over and over and over again. Um, you have your paste, uh, which is control V. Uh, you have your paste without formatting. Paste without formatting. What we'll do is whatever whatever you grab from another either doc or maybe from a you know a word document or from wherever, uh, you can pull it in there and you can paste it without formatting. It's going to keep the original. Um, uh, I guess the original formatting from that sheet you're bringing to the, and then select all, which is control A, which is a great feature. And then find and replace. Now it's control H here, but if you do control F, which is your basic find, and mm -hmm. it's a control F will work in everything. And you can sort through um, loads and loads of data to find one word. But if you do control F and you go over here to the three dots in Snowman, you click on that, it basically brings up your uh, find and replace dialog. So if, if you, and then you can match case. So if you have something you want to match case on, you just click on that, uh, match using your expressions and ignore the Latin, because uh, I don't even know what that word is. So I'm not going to say <laughs> it. Uh, but again, uh, so yeah, so go to edit. And you can go to find and replace, and you just click on it, uh, and there it is as well. So it, while you're learning it, uh, know these menus. Uh, it will just make your life a lot easier. Yeah. With the paste without formatting, I use that a lot because it's nice if you if you have you know text that you're using, but you need to literally copy something exactly the way it looks, mm -hmm. and you just do like Command-V, it's going to reformat that to look like what your doc looks like. But if you want it to look like whatever it originally looked like, you do that shift command V or that shift control V and it will put it there exactly the way it looked in that last document. So I use that a lot. That's a, a real handy one for me. Um, I don't the, know. An amazing yeah. Stephanie Howes in our, uh, in our chat and she loves pasting without, uh, without formatting. So you know, <laughs> it's good. Yes. Do um, you want to go over like inserting tables and things like that? Show people how that works. All right. So in our insert insert menu, um, so one of the things is, you know, how do I insert a table? So you're going to find your location. It's almost scoot some of this down for a second. There's some room up here. So I'm going to go to insert my table. And you, so here's the table dialog. And you can see as I move across, you get more cells with it. So, so I say I just want a two by two table. I'm going to hit that, click, and there's my table right there. So it, tables are very easy um, to make in Google Docs. And then you can go ahead and move like how you want your table. So if you just have one uh, simple word here, and you have a, like maybe a word and a definition, so your word here and your definitions here for you. 
So a very easy way to, to insert a table. Uh, and if you need to make more rows, say, oh, I didn't make enough rows, which I do all the time because I can't count a lot of times. Uh, I just highlight <laughs> it, right click, and then you're going to see insert rows above, insert rows below. I'm going to click, click to insert rows below. So as many rows as you highlight is as many rows as it's going to let you uh, put in. So that one was four, this one, if I click on that one. So I'm going to let me put one. So the number of rows you highlight, it's going to dictate how many rows you can uh, add. David, you are like the king of this hidden knowledge and all of these various shortcut things. You're right. You, If there is a shortcut, man, you know it. That's fabulous. Trying. Awesome. Love it. That'd be good at something. <laughs> I think you're you're really good at this. With the, the tables, now we're again we're not going to get into the whole thing, but with the tables you can format them, you can color them, you can you can do so many things, but I don't want to spend too much time on that and overwhelm you with those things more so I think just to get you familiar uh, with how to use docs, how to share them and all that type of stuff. But there's lots of other things that you can insert. Um, again, we showed you how to insert images before. And without having to go through every single thing that's on there, really, in my opinion, one of the most important things is the tables. Uh, you can insert drawings, headers and footers. Those can be really super important if you want to show headers and footers real quick. All right, so we'll do it. Go ahead and do a header. And you can see right here, saying header. So you know you've got, you're in the header option. And I'm, I'm original, so I'm going to say uh, header. Uh, and then you got your, you can have a different first page. And you have your options here, and you can have uh, header format, your page numbers, or you can go ahead and remove the header. So let's say I don't want the header after all. Uh, I want a footer instead. So I'm going to go back up, go to headers and footer, and then go to footer. And I'll be down here. And again, your options are, uh, you know, format and your page number. So we'll go ahead and put a page number in. I won't show we want to show on the first page, or we don't want to show on the first page. We want to start at one. We're going to hit apply. And there's your footer right there. And if, if I, do I have page? And then as you see, I have page two as well. So yeah. nice easy way of uh, adding a header or footer. I mean, Google does make everything very easy. Very easy. Yes. And you can insert page numbers. You can insert page breaks. It's there's really nothing that you can't do with a Google Doc, especially anything you know that you can do with microsoft doc that you can't do with google doc it, it there's pretty much everything is available for you there um and if for so, some reason you cannot add, uh, you will eventually learn add-ons are, are uh, uh a very good friend as well yes now uh, again another thing that's basically the same is if you look at that little menu bar with all of the symbols on it that's below where it says file edit view insert format those are all things that you can do directly to your text. And some things I think that people are going to use the most are going to be the font choices, the font sizes, and then, yeah, the bolding, italicizing, underlining. Um, and they're really simple to do. Uh, David, if you could just grab some, highlight some text on there and just show everybody how to change the font style. All right, so right now I'm Arial, so I'm kind of highlight what I want. I'm gonna click on here find another font that I like a little bit better. I see I like Railway. It's one of my favorites. We'll click not on that. Comic Sans. We're like hashtag no, 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 no. Comic Sans. 
No comic sans. I, I am not the owner of the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers on that one. Um, as you can see, my it does it does change your text. Now you can change a whole row of text. Let me go back here. I'm gonna look at Ariel, or you can just do. Just one. So it, it will just whatever you highlight is what it's going to change. Um, you can also go ahead and we'll make it um, bigger here. And you can do it. You can either click on the plus to make it bigger, the minus to make it smaller, or you can click in this box here and say, I want it, I want 24. That's how you kind of do your size and control Z to get out of that. Uh, bold is right here. So that's going to bold your text. See, when you get to my age, David, doing it in like size 24 and bolding really makes life easier, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, as you can see, when I click on my text, I have uh, Lexand. Uh, I use that a lot. Uh, it is kind of a uh, dyslex dyslexia type font. So I use that a lot uh, just to have accessibility. Uh, but yes, I understand that one. Good point. So we'll do the text again. Uh, here's your italics. Your underline, and then you have your font color. So right now it's set to black. Say you want it red. It'll change your font to red as well. And then you have your highlighter. So let me go ahead and click on that. And this is my highlighter. We'll go with the traditional yellow. There's your your text is highlighted now. Cool. That's just. Uh, Simple ways to you know manipulate your text to how you want it to look and how you prefer it to be. But yeah, you can. If I click on that, I go back up here. You can see it does it in increments of one. So that's kind of another way to get kind of that exact uh, size that you want. Yeah. On it. And in that same uh, menu bar there, there's also the justification. And that's a, a nice thing to know where that is, that line spacing, um, <clears throat> because that is what gives you control over how your document looks and how it's going to function. So just by clicking on that little icon that you see there, the alignment will do exactly what it says. Again, nothing you know monumentally different than what Microsoft has. It's just so simple and so easy and just to know that it's there. Um, and then you have your line spacing and your, your bulleted, um, your bullet list, and there are lots of different types of bullet lists that you can create. Um, <clears throat> so all in all, I mean, there there are a ton of features up there, <clears throat> excuse me, um, to create things, the, the indentation, um, trying to think, is there anything else there that we missed on, on that? Oh, yes. Clear formatting is. Right. Now, you know, I think is kind of important too, though, David, is when people first open up Google Docs, what what if that bar isn't there? You know how sometimes you open up a Google Doc and it, it's like, I, I don't know where all of my my text stuff is. Yeah. So you could easy, show. The easiest way to do that is find this little arrow on the far right. It says show the menus or control shift F. Click on that. And your bar will, will pop back up for you. Yes. Um, you know, if you get in there and for some reason you had 
say you were you had view on, you had full screen view on, and you get in there and, it's, and it looks like this, and like oh, you don't see that uh, escape is is also uh, is what I tell people the first thing to hit uh, is try your escape button. If not, then let's look for this little um, carrot uh, and then click on that and see if that brings up. It's there somewhere. We just gotta find it. Yeah. And that happens and it happens a lot. And I remember like the first couple of times it happened to me, I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? I broke it. I broke Google. I broke my computer. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. So it, it will always be there, like David said. And that's really great advice, David, is don't worry. It's there. We just got to find it. You didn't break it. You didn't do anything to it. So, you know, all is well in the world. <clears throat> I mean, uh, yeah, you can't do nothing to it that it's already not, someone has already not done to it before. So, uh, we'll, we'll, like I tell them, the people I work with, we'll find it. Just that's, that's, uh, think through for a minute. And it's usually there. Yes. Now, what happens if I create a document? Let's say I wanted to create a document, David, that um, you and I are going to present some crazy notion that we would present something together, you know, and I write this and I want to call your attention to something, you know, maybe it's, a, you know, a 10 page document and you don't want to reread this 10 page document over and over again. And I want to say, hey, David, what do you think about this? So I want to leave a comment. But if it's more than just you and I on this document, I don't need everybody calling everybody's attention to this comment. So how would I signify just you that I want? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna go ahead and hit the at sign and you're going to go ahead and put their name into it and then assign it to them. Right, and then what happens when you assign it? So when you assign it, you're going to, uh, their person is gonna get an email. And if you have your, uh, especially if you're using Gmail uh, now, that you have the, uh, I can't think of what it's called, the little lightning bolt. Uh, but you can, in your email, you can go ahead, go back and forth uh, and reply to your uh, reply to comments back and forth in there. So you just assign it, uh, that person. Uh, so somebody's access file, so give them the access to file, um, hit comment, and then yep, got it. They don't, they're not in my uh, uh, David Allen trainer, so that's my work email. So I went ahead and signed this uh, to myself. Uh, so when I open my email up, I'm going to have a email that says I have a comment, uh, and then I can just I can either come back in here and reply to it, um, or I can go ahead and in my email reply in there as well. Right, and that feature is really cool because then you don't have to worry about, especially if you're on the go and you, you know you're on your phone and you don't have to you know go from your mail to your drive to your docs or to your mail to your docs. Just make that comment right there in your mail. So it's that's a really really super cool feature. Yeah. That's like I said. Um, once I get in there, I just hit, you know I reply, uh, and then you can just, I can see your, your your dialogue going back and forth there. Yes. So there are lots of different things that you can do, um, and this is going to bring it all the way back to the very end. But if you look up where it says File Edit View Insert Format, all the way to the right there, last edit was made by and it tells you when. So that's really helpful too, because sometimes when you have a document and they're you know, maybe two of the same document, you can see which one was the last one that was altered and know if that was the newest one or not. So that's a, a, a just a good thing to keep in mind when you're looking at it. David is showing you the version history now. Um, if you just wanna talk real brief about that, David, that might be real helpful for some people. So as you see, uh, 
the one I made this morning, I went ahead and, uh, you know, it's got the links into it. But for some reason, I don't want that. Uh, or someone I gave access to make some changes. And it's like, no, we're not going that route. Um, or I totally messed something up in it myself, which happens a lot. I can go back here, find the last correct version of it, and I can restore this version. And if I'm going to it's just confirming that Google says, do you really want to do this? And as you can see, I've got the version back without uh, I made this morning. Yes, Again, so the hyperlink. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that kind of brings us to the end. I don't know if we want to wait and see if anybody has any questions. Let me put in here for you the link to the presentation that we just gave you. And then this way, you know, you can go back and you can look and it's a, a series of GIFs in a slide presentation. So it'll show you uh, when you go back through it, don't panic, you know, what you needed to click instead of being just step by step. A lot of people like to see it in action. So that's why I kind of chose to do it that way. And also at the end of that presentation that I just shared, there is kind of like a challenge. We, we came up with some ideas of how you can test your, your Google Doc knowledge and just try things out to see how well it's working for you. <clears throat> so if anybody has any questions, we can certainly hang out here for a few minutes and uh, see what's going on. Uh, well, I would say, too, if, you, uh, if this excites you, uh, definitely look at getting your uh, level one or level two certification as well. Uh, it will really help you kind of understand um, everything that you can do uh, in G Suite. Uh, yes. G Suite definitely. is pre a pretty amazing tool. It really is. Uh, it is. I, I exclusively use G Suite uh, over any other, any other product. Oh, that's all I use. And I mean, we could be using um, Windows at work, but, but we don't, we, for the most part, everybody is using, I mean, Microsoft, um, we're all using G suite. We love it. Yeah. I use district, they, they still got some Microsoft hanging on, uh, but I, I don't use a lot of it. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you had all of those, um, shortcuts for everybody because that was, that was awesome. That really makes a big difference for people. But um, and we would really appreciate it if you could leave some feedback whenever you get the chance. Uh, we all appreciate the feedback. We'd like to know what we did right. And of course, we always wanna know what we could do better. That makes, <laughs> that makes our lives actually a lot easier. But on that note, I hope everybody's having a wonderful vacation. Uh, David, hopefully you are getting a chance to relax and enjoy your family and, and do things that you don't get to do while you're at work all the time. Sleep. <laughs> That's quite a novel idea. <laughs> oh, I can take a nap. Those are allowed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, for me as a teacher, it's like, you know what? I'm going to run to the bathroom. So there. <laughs> whatever you know, I want. I want to yeah. take more than 20 minutes to lunch. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I hope everybody enjoys everything that's uh, that you're able to enjoy right now. 
And like I said, GEG South Florida, we we send you all our best. And I really appreciate your help this morning, David. Hopefully I was more of a help than a hindrance for you. <laughs> thank you. We need to do this more often. Uh, and from yes. Jimmy, Kentucky, thank you. Uh, like I said, I hope uh, you are enjoying your holidays. All right. Perfect. All right. Bye, David. Thank you. Bye, everyone.